Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A beginner's mind with your boss and your peers. This is a new day. Everything first day with hope. Come on alive. Set for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is season two, episode number three, and I'm very excited to be with you today to talk about beginner's mindset. Mindset is one of the things we do here at drbcoach.com and in the Mindset for Life podcast, we focus a lot on the things that we think about. Have you ever sat down to explore your beliefs and think about where these came from? There are different times in life where these come up for us, but nothing is as pressing as a problem. We start to think about possibilities, how we can fix things, what we could do differently. Whatever the change might be, we have a lot of possibilities when we do explore our mindset. Any beginner's mindset is a great place to begin. We'll talk today about working with your boss or your peers at work. like a lot of my clients that I work with or others I interact with in my professional duties, perhaps you have a lot of peers. Peers are other teachers. They might be colleagues in other organizations, university, higher education people, could be K through 12 educators, could be community educators, coaches, or other people who educate both formally and informally. The term educator is pretty broad. I tend to focus on professional educators at the K-12 level and also in higher education myself just because of my background. But I invite you to learn and listen along with us throughout the year, regardless of your status as an educator. You come at your professional life with some understandings that are usually part of your education and your expertise. Your education might include your college degree or special trainings, different things that set you apart as an educator. And chances are you have a lot of life experience you might bring into this field as well. All of those things bring with them beliefs that help you think about things in a unique way based on who you are. For example, I come from a marching band background 
or at least a musical background. I began learning music when I was in the third grade. That's about age eight or nine years old. I started taking piano lessons from an amazing woman named Judy McLean, who my mother found as a piano teacher. And I also began playing the trumpet in fourth grade at elementary school from Mr. Joseph Lynch, a fantastic educator whom I love, who has now passed on and is no longer with us. Those thoughts that I gained in my music education stayed with me all the way through my college days into my adulthood. Often I will look at a group of people and I want to help everyone succeed the best they can. I also perceive that one person can make a huge difference, but not if they're trying to save the whole group. For example, if you think about a band and you just have this one trumpet player who's trying to save everybody, they'll probably be playing louder than everybody else and sticking out a little bit. In an organization, we can't have that trumpet player saving everyone. Instead, we have to work together. In your career, in contrast, you might need to stand out to get where you'd like to go, to have the influence you would like to have, or to advance. Regardless of whether you're using a team approach or an individual approach, you probably have some assumptions about that, about who you'd like to be long-term or what you'd like to accomplish as an educator. Think about your peers. What are some of the thoughts you have about them already? And if you abandon those thoughts temporarily or just suspend your thoughts about your peers, what would be possible? Would you have more curiosity about your peers, your colleagues? Would you become more curious about their background and perhaps get to know them more deeply? I had an interesting experience last year where we were hiking up a hill. It was a short trail to a place called Table Rock. And on the way up to Table Rock, many people were talking to each other. And on their way back down, I could hear little snippets of conversations. Some of these conversations were complaints about a person's boss. Some were complaints about relationships. Some were just complaints about other people. But the strange and striking thing about this hike was that people were talking about their affairs with other people in a pretty negative aspect all the way up to Table Rock. I took note of this mentally because I started to wonder how much of our lives is spent telling the stories, furthering the stories, and enhancing our existing beliefs about people. When we have a mindset that has judgments towards others, we start to approach them from the space of those judgments. Now, our judgments might be true or they might not be true. Whatever our judgments are, we're thinking those things about the other people when we encounter them. We might tell the story, we might be sharing our beliefs with other people that then begin to adopt the same beliefs about those people. And pretty soon we have a very firmly developed mindset towards other people or towards specific people. With a beginner's mindset, we're looking at those same people with curiosity instead of judgment. For example, if we already know a few things about a colleague, perhaps we know about which college they attended or how many years they've taught to this point, we might also have some assumptions about that. With a beginner's mindset, we might ask them, I'm very curious about your background. Tell me a little bit about what you did before this year. Where did you attend college? What was important to you there? What led you to attend that college? What is the most important thing in your teaching. What do you care about when you're with your students? Where do you want to be 10 or 20 years from now in your career? The more we ask these questions, the more we get to know our colleagues. And just like I have discovered over the past many years, you may find that some things you assumed about your colleagues previously are untrue or they are richer than you thought, deeper than you thought, and more interesting than you thought. When we adopt a beginner's mindset towards our peers, we can build relationships much more effortlessly. Other people also have assumptions about us, whether we know it or not. We might be concerned that people could judge us. Maybe we try to filter our behaviors or 
how we show up in our job. But people will judge us either way, and we cannot really know exactly what their judgment is. The best way to avoid the judgment of others is to be genuinely curious and interested in them, to have a beginner's mindset in our work relationships. Moving on to our boss, we might have a boss who is the principal of a school, the superintendent of a school district, some other level of leader in K-12 education, or we might have an assistant dean, a department chair, a dean, a provost, a university president. There are a lot of different people who could be our boss in higher education. Regardless of who the boss is exactly, we have our assumptions, beliefs, and thoughts about that person or about their role. And when we have those assumptions and beliefs, we show up a certain way. For example, if we are assuming something about our dean or our manager in the workplace, and we show up thinking those thoughts, then we get an email that simply says, I need to speak with you. Can we talk at two o'clock on Friday? Whatever our assumptions are at that point are going to fuel our reaction. We might have fear. We might be excited. Depending on whatever we're assuming about that person or about their job, we are going to have some kind of related emotional component or thought about the upcoming meeting. And what if we used instead a beginner's mindset of curiosity? We could say, sure, we're going to meet with them and start wondering what they might want to talk about. If we allow our thoughts to just remain open about that situation and curious, all kinds of good possibilities can come in. Or we can also table the whole situation, pause it, not think about it at all, and have a really healthy approach to that upcoming meeting with our boss. Whatever the assumption we hold about people who lead our jobs, our bosses, our managers, educational leaders, and peers. Those assumptions we have will become part of our reaction and our commentary in our minds and out loud. There's a concept I talk about a lot when I share with other people, and it is this idea of collusion. Collusion means that I see something or I hear something, and I make a judgment or I interpret whatever I've seen or heard. When I'm busy interpreting that, a lot of times I will attach that judgment to it and whatever I think is going to produce my emotions and my behaviors. And then I'm going to act in a way that, of course, stems from my original thoughts about it. My interpretation of other people and their words, their actions, or their behaviors, those things actually fuel the way I move forward with my thoughts, feelings, and behaviors as well. When I do that, you may have heard of the idea of having a poker face, like if you're playing a card game of poker, you might want a plain, unexpressioned face so that you can play the game without giving away whether your cards are good or your cards are bad. So you cannot have a poker face when you have clear thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that resist another person or judge another person. Whatever I think about my boss, I'm going to be projecting that. And then when my boss and I have a conversation, that person is going to sense something from me. It might not be exactly clear what it is, but they're going to get a sense from me that I'm either approachable, welcoming, friendly, and open to what they have to say, or that I'm resistant and defensive. That defensive posture is going to naturally invite my boss into the very same space that I'm in, which would be defensiveness, distance, and resistance. And when my boss does that, I'm going to do more of the same. And in this hypothetical situation, 
We're going to go round and round, provoking each other a little bit in what we call a collusion. And that collusion really can be stopped by just one of us, even if the other person never changes. The way to stop it is to adopt a genuine beginner's mindset. So that beginner's mindset is curiosity without motive, without provocation. That kind of mindset does not mean that we have to give away all of our information or be totally sharing everything that we have with the other person. In situations where someone else might be taking advantage of us or manipulating us or doing something that we don't want to have happen, it might even be helpful to be a little bit guarded. But being guarded and protecting ourselves is different than being resistant and defensive. Being guarded simply means we might share less information. A beginner's mindset still allows us to be curious, get to know the other person, and be authentically ourselves without resisting people and getting defensive. So just to tie this all together, let's talk about you. In working with your colleagues and working with your boss, are there areas that naturally provoke you or invite your resistance? Whatever those areas might be, this week, I'd like to encourage you to adopt a beginner's mindset and get genuinely curious. Pause your reaction or your response and start exploring possibilities outside of your normal range of possibility. What else could be possible if you saw your colleagues and your manager in a new light? Who could you be if you let go of those judgments, even if those other people in your life never change? It really could be a fresh start for you and you might have a positive impact on others. Of course, if your mindset changes and you are the only one who changes in that situation, it may take some time for others to notice or to relax a bit. But over time, I've seen that change with people and the situation can improve dramatically just by changing your own mindset. Learning about others and being truly curious can make all the difference. I invite you to try it out this coming week, and I thank you for being here with Season 2 of the Mindset for Life podcast. If you're interested in making some changes in your relationship or your work and career, please reach out. You can find me on my website at drbcoach.com. Here's to being the best version of you this coming week. Our theme song for the Mindset for Life Season 2 podcast is New Day, performed by Danny Goki in 2021. Danny Goki is under exclusive license to Capital Christian Music Group, Incorporated, and it was written by Ethan Hulse, Kobe Wedgworth, and Danny Goki. Copyright 2019, from Better Than I Found It, administered at capitalcmgpublishing.com. All rights reserved, used with permission. One, two, three, Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.